having a good time. Anyways, let's uh, let's get on to our very popular series. Big viewership on this one. We get approximately at least twenty on our Sci-Fi Smackdowns. So welcome to Sci-Fi yeah, Smackdown to be... number four. Yeah, this is uh, like the equivalent of our, our Friday Night Smackdown, essentially, or our Monday Night Raw. Nah, this is the mythic moron. Friday Night Smackdown WrestleMania. all the way. Uh, I should say this is uh, this is the, what is this, number four? Yeah, number four. Right. Um, and our, our also our, our uh, losing my words here, our Halloween special sci-fi Smackdown. So we've got um, two selection of horror-themed movies here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and a great great choice that you kind of you kind of brought in, I think. Yeah, I've always kind of like wanted to compare these movies. Never really had the platform to do so, so I did now. Because mm-hmm. um, like immediately when, um, well, I'll just say um, for this sci-fi SmackDown, we cho- chose two sci-fi horror movies. One being 1979's Alien, directed by Ridley Scott, and uh, Life in 2017. Um, and immediately when the life trailer started rolling out, I was like, oh, this is kind of just like alien. No. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a, it's a pretty big, like mainstream, you know, not adaptation, but almost a, sorry there, almost like a, a big homage paid to, to alien. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I'll get into kind of, we kind of have differing points on it, but. Um, in, in my opinion, it kind of it kind of takes the things that Alien does and makes it work for I think uh, in a modern story. There was many things throughout life in 2017 that I thought were done quite well. There's more like more specific scenes um, that I really enjoyed, and I'd like to go back and watch some more. But the movie as a whole doesn't make me want to go back and watch it again. Whereas alien is sort of like this consistent constant feel of oh this is fucking good i need to watch this year after year like i need to keep going back because there's so much nuance with an alien that like i can't get enough whereas life doesn't seem like it's um soulless but it seems like it's lacking some of the things that i thought made alien work so much well and become like a cultural icon mm-hmm. so um i think you use like we in our in our text conversation when we were talking about alien you use like the perfect word to describe it which is timeless and it's one of the reasons why you know it's, it's still being remade today you know put life aside there's still alien movies you know coming out alien covenant alien whatever the hell the, the next one's going to be called um so the story has legs and the filmmakers of life obviously thought so they said let's just essentially do alien um to a strong point and i think where alien why it is timeless why i think it is one of those movies where i think you can play every once a year maybe twice a year whatever um i think there was a lot of passion in every department every field of work that was going in there you know Mm -hmm. from obviously the and like you know, nothing I'm saying is out of the uh, facts, but I think it has to be stated just from like the design of uh, the alien from, uh, you know, the xenomorph to the production design, the design of the ships, the des- all the technical work, all the every every kind of thought laid into it was, you know, I think designed in a way that was meant to like give people imagination and think beyond the movie at times or you know yeah i think years down the line come back to the movie and want to revisit the xenomorph um where you know a movie like life i don't think it's trying to do that by its design which is why i won't fault it to that but yeah it life is more i think more of like a hollywood's alien where alien was a bunch of you know, really talented filmmakers doing something new for that time. There was no alien before that, right? Right. This is where the the conversation between, you know, what's timeless and what's Hollywood sort of falls in line with me. And I think it has to do mm-hmm. with like three things mostly. Um, 
the art style on Alien is timeless, and it still holds up today. I think big um, facts. Yep. There's that video game that came out, uh, Alien Isolation, where they perfectly recreated, yeah. I really want to play that. Yeah, they perfectly recreated the art style for that, and it and it mm-hmm. works in a modern setting. Like it works still today. For for some reason, despite it being like '80s era future, the yeah. the idea, the scope of what the future would look like with um, in terms of like the Alien universe still holds up today. So the art design is a mm-hmm. big thing. Um, I think the characters are a massive thing, and they in in Alien they were purposely made to be more relatable. They're not some high tech nats. Um, nasa scientists they're like no they're essentially space truck drivers is what they are that's what um, you know i love the term they use is space truckers so like just just working class white collar sort of people that more people can of the dystopian future yeah yeah. more people that can sort of relate to and then real quick you were um okay sorry no i don't want to interrupt your point you're on a good point there uh and then finally three is actually the use of the horror element Whereas, um, yeah, where life seems more like, um, sus- like suspense based, whereas alien is more of that dread terror based because, um, yeah, you put it eloquently as the jaws effect. Yeah. The jaws theory I think, um, used, used aptly in, you know, in both cases here mm-hmm. where you see less and, um, kind of imagine more of that, that horror. Right. It, it, where I think, yeah, that's like the best kind of horror where it's like just, you know, uh, movies like A Quiet Place in, in today's horror, I think that's why that movie is really good. It's, you know, you don't see the thing as much, uh, which Jaws kind of pioneered that. Um, yeah, if people aren't familiar with the Jaws theory, um, in Steven Spielberg's, like, original vision of Jaws, like, the shark was supposed to be seen a lot more. Um, but because of, like, animatronic failure with the shark um, animatronics, um he had to limit the amount of use the shark actually got in the movie, which in hindsight he thought was um, was better because when you actually don't see something, but you know something is still there, yeah. your own imagination works against you. And, and you can sort of involve the audience more that way and help them create their own terror, which Alien does wonderfully. Because like even... This is probably like, I don't know how many times I've watched Alien, but even now, I'm still, you know, when there's those slow paced shots throughout the ship, I'm still looking in every like um, corner of the frame, mm-hmm. trying to see if I can find the alien because it's hidden a lot throughout the movie and you really don't know. Um, mm-hmm. And I find that it's like when a movie's this old it, and it can still engage me that much. Like, you know, like they did something really incredible with, with their use of the alien compared to life. Um, not to say life's alien wasn't scary. There was like that, that one scene in particular, um, both very different uses of, uh, of an alien figure though, which is something I like about life where, you know, it didn't replicate to entirety what alien was. It, It explored a different variation of that horror element but yeah no aliens i i really quick like want to get into like because you i think we we can talk about everything you just said in in really great detail which is the horror element the art design the characters you know those are the strongest points of i think why uh this movie and why you said the same thing that's what we agree on um why this movie can stand up taller or like you know has stronger legs than a movie like life and will throughout cinema's history or has even um but real quick the art design right um so i i watched this movie with my mom i rewatched it with my mom who is i think i might watch more movies with my mom and get her even opinion on it um said in the show but she said um something really fascinating that it's not something that i i initially picked up in in a first viewing but you know it just had me thinking it was one of those things just from an art design perspective and art style kind of where they were going and what they're thinking was um how how they kind of had two really parallel ways of thinking about humans um the mechanical ship that they were on the the nostromo um which is a really you know unlike any other kind i I think like sci-fi ship in anything it it doesn't look much like a ship it's like 
like an industrial factory in space, right? It's like a really hulking kind of mecha machine. And, um, you know, I like has all those intricate kind of pieces and just a really mechanical and detailed ship design inside and out. And, you know, from the beginning of the film, the, they they take you everywhere in the ship, inside and out. They show you all the halls, all the nooks and crannies, like you said. And I think in the beginning, they're doing that to kind of prepare your eyes, prepare you to kind of, you know, just look as much around your settings, pay attention to your corridors, pay attention to your avenues, you know, um, just to your backgrounds. So there's a great amount of detail they want you to look at on set design and as soon as you know you're brought into the alien world the shift of that design is so apparent they go from mechanical to like this organic you know skeletal feel like this we were talking about it in a previous episode geiger designed all those uh very phallic all these alien yeah, designs very right? phallic that was the designs um that, that's yeah, a really very, good, like, good point you brought up. It's like, it seems as though... Yeah, right? It, very weird. Like, the the more, like, indie film style of Ridley Scott, which, you know, I have, like, odd mixed feelings about Ridley Scott as a director. Um, but um, that more indie style where it's, like, every... It seems weird, like, the defining shots that start out alien. Like, they're slow. They're not, like typical what you'd expect in today whereas life is you know life sort of starts out with an action scene which is like you know so so hollywood whereas alien that's what their their hollywood rule is within the first 10 pages you need some sort of an action scene right but alien said fuck that let's show you like an in- interior of the ship in in its full thoroughness right you know and you like that's a good point because despite those shots being slow and sort of seeming seemingly meaningless at first like mm-hmm. they're actually used to great effect later it's like um it's like cashing in early for like a big payoff later where it's like yeah like you get the comparison of like this is what human is this is what we are in space now let's go see what the alien is like and it's organic it's phallic you like you see like grotesque vagina like openings throughout the ship and like dicks and even the alien looks like a dick has a big dildo head so it's like yeah. um it's a good contrast and then of course like what i was saying later it's like it sort of lets you know like what's normal in the setting and then you can sort of spot abnorm- abnormalities within the human setting when you start seeing the alien sort of pop up in tiny spaces right right when it when it um infiltrates their space right it becomes it stands out like a fucking sore thumb but you you're looking for it more. Um, I think like especially in the scenes, well, like you know, we'll talk about the chestburster scene, obviously, but because um, we're still talking about art design, set design, that kind of stuff, the kind of contrast of having just that surgical, clinical, white, you know, operating room, um, and having it just in- interrupted by the aliens' presence. Um, that's when everything changes in the movie. That's essentially that chestburster scene and you know uh yeah i i'm i'm my mom brought that up and that made me think about it after the fact of the movie which i was just like what was their what is their thinking process there right when when they're when they're designing the alien like that and designing humans like that and what what does that say about the movie there you know it's really interesting it's really it's not something you would expect no um and then sort of in contrast to life life has this very plain looking sci-fi art design like i know it's like sort of yeah they're going for the more realism they're going realistic yeah, super realistic sci-fi, sci-fi shit um which is yeah. fine but i think again compared to alien it's it's, it's not going to be as timeless because like this is what our view, vision of the near future is now but like the near future could look nothing like what they showed in life well, that's the cool thing. What like sci-fi allows you to do? It's like you're projecting all those things. But life is less of a sci-fi in that way. It is sci-fi, but it's not. It's not kind of imagining what, you know, humans. It, it's taking a more grounded approach, I guess, to how humans would interact with the emergence of alien life, mm-hmm. or like the interacting, uh, the the interaction of 
humans and alien um, discovery. And to be fair, it, it's it, it's kind of yeah, it's plain. I think you said it pretty pretty well there. It's 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 kind of plain. It's just yeah, in like 2020, if this happened, but actually no, not even in 2020. I think it'd be even cooler now, you know, yeah. or it'd be different. Like this is this movie was made in 2017, and it feels like that in every shot. Um, I think. And to be fair, it it does like sort of help the the grounded yeah, to kind grounded of approach to where to make you feel sure. like yo this could happen like that's that's sure. um like that's mm-hmm. that's a it's not it, a, yeah it doesn't yeah. leap out of your kind of uh kind of fantasy out of there no yeah and, uh, like everything they showed it's like something akin to that exists already in real life and like this is technically a scenario that could possibly happen although right i question the the validity of calvin as an actual organism that could exist as a biologist but it's yeah it's it's interesting and and calvin as like to be fair like it's, it's definitely not as iconic as the xenomorph i do think calvin is a clever no. name actually it's a, it's a good little cute thing that um sort of helps it make make calvin a little more iconic um yeah but although it's not as you know timeless and iconic it has a like, cool it has a cool character design yeah, but yeah it's it does just, it you know, does it's have just a cool, an entirely it's a very interesting character design um, yeah it's interesting it's uh how do you describe it it's like it's super mo- biological like molecular it's super biological super molecular biological, it's, yeah. it's super realistic molecular. it's um sort of like i was sort of I can add my own interpretation. I like the way it. they described it, like what in the in the science that they described it. That kind of makes sense to you, and like the way it acted. Because guys, this is a fucking scientist right here, so he can say some shit that makes sense. But um, in the in the sense of like the cells acting the way they did independently, like because see, I'm I focused in on the science at this point. I was I, I was paying attention because from what they wanted to set up was like, yeah, we're grounding this shit. Um, so like you know in the way that it became hostile and, and it's how, how it became stronger and resistant to heat and survived out in space. Like does something like that, can it happen? The, know, the space thing? Probably not like surviving in space. Cause that seems like is, superhuman. Yeah. That's like, that's I'm not even, that's beyond, but yeah. Surviving in space is not possible. I don't think because like, not only is it like negative, 200 and something you're not even going right. to freeze to death you're going to burn to death because the amount of radiation that's hitting off you is incredible like the reason why we don't just burn up when we see the sun is because we have this atmosphere that sort of bounces off and deflects radiation so we're not getting direct radiation when you're out in in, in the vacuum of space you're getting direct radiation you're going to get cancer in seconds so well that's kind of the thing they established was that this alien has no weaknesses whatsoever yeah yeah it hasn't essentially it's that's and i didn't like that i didn't like that at all yeah it was um but to yeah, be fair I mean, they said the same thing in alien it's the perfect organism but for some it's reason the perfect organism yeah it, it seemed okay. more hmm how do i put this i don't know there's there's something about um i forget the term for it but when something is more human yet terrifying we sort of fear that thing more because it's recognizable Mm -hmm. but not are you referring to like i i I don't know exactly what you're referring to is what it's called but i think like in my head this is sometimes referred to as like the other um like that notion yeah is that what you're kind of like the scientific reason to why we fear things is because we attribute ourselves to it in science so it's recognizable but not Hmm. so that's why things like ghosts are scary related to that's why yeah. things like if you just have a regular person, but their arms are really long and they have long fingernails, that's automatically seen as creepy because it's recognizable. Oh, as um, us, but it's fucking different uh, uncanny, like uncanny valley almost. Kind of is like uncanny is that, valley is a little like I know that's not that's not the science that's nowhere near scientific, but something like that. I guess you're kind of more observant of those type of things, right? You're more you become more aware so of it. Yeah, the reason why i think like the xenomorph might work better is because it like it actually is derived from a human it's supposed to be human it's humanoid yeah it's humanoid right. whereas kelvin is this you have a frame of reference with that yeah it's um it's it's like a primordial being it's like jellyfish like it's 
it's it's yeah yeah and like it is alien like it is very alien but here's the thing it it kind of right like they kind of established these rules with it uh, in the beginning which i liked you know i like when in science fiction you establish rules and you you have these kind of guidelines um but then they kind of just said fuck that now there's no rules there's yeah unlimited godlike abilities with this alien you know yeah um which became essentially part of its rule uh with the xenomorph part of the part of the nature of it was that they didn't know shit about it yeah and it ultimately did have weaknesses though right like it, i guess because it is based more like a humanoid but um the unraveling of those mysteries became more like obviously entertaining like just the engagement i like how you engage with that information being given to you like I, 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 as an audience, just liked it more mm-hmm. coming from Alien. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. It's unraveled more of a mystery. Yeah, that's a good point. In, in, um, everything with Calvin is sort of laid out in the first sort of... In, in the first yeah, 10 minutes. Like, you get everything the first of interaction. how this thing functions, what it's doing, yada, yada, yada. Whereas the Alien yeah. is like, yeah, like, what the fuck are we dealing with? Oh, it can do that. Oh, it can do that. Oh, it just popped out of this guy's chest. Oh, well, it's just a yeah. little thing. Let's just go looking for it and dispose of it. Oh, wait, no, it shed its skin. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's- like the characters in Alien really didn't know shit. Yeah. They were, you know, they were they had a job that was so unrelated to where the film ended up taking them, which is such, it's such a great setup that, you know, just here's this world. There's such a before going on from where we as an audience pick up on the movie and you just really just pluck these characters out what out of what they're doing and just now they're in this situation yeah right and it lends your imagination to so so many different so many different places and um yeah just the from a setup point of view it's like these guys aren't trained for this there's no really military expert um I guess. Yeah. Uh, and, and we as an audience are like but, but, better carried along with that because these characters yeah. are like, they're more human. They're human. They're grounded. They're not like some yeah. mega scientist. They like, they have this problem. But I guess what I did like, yeah, go ahead. no, go on. Okay. I guess what I did like with, uh, with life was each side, each person in the space station had a, a really specific role. They weren't all genius scientists or NASA astronauts, right? Like one was a CDC, um specialist like a, a the one who was to have all the security measures in place like to protect earth and humans and because they were dealing with very you know a very serious thing of alien life and this was obvious to everybody on earth and like i, I even like that how they kind of made it a worldwide understood thing that an alien is an alien life is being discovered or interacted with and you know they filmed this thing in Times square where a little girl picks uh, decides the name for it like that it all seemed like a really good way to ground it in a world that is familiar to us because it feels like if that was gonna happen that's probably like the process they might have taken was like yeah uh, of raffle in the usa schools to determine what school would pick the name like yeah that's probably something that could have happened it sounds like something stupid humans would do and um yeah i, I lost my train of thought there but oh yeah no every character has a really specific purpose in in the life kind of spaceship crew um and they're smart characters i think for the most part i don't know if you kind of caught anything that would say otherwise because i i i was looking for it on this viewing of like where do these guys slip up but they all kind of have a very specific role to play in the crew um, um I, I w- what was your interpretation of that i did think this plot life's plot in in general was reliant on some characters being stupid Ryan Reynolds shouldn't have opened that fucking door, like at all. Right. Like, like, and he yeah. shouldn't have even been allowed to. <laughs> why is the mechanic here? Why are why are people letting him near the door when this is going on? Like, I'm sorry, but like, the one scientist should have died. Like, like you had all these quarantine measures in place, and and the only reason why these quarantine measures were broken is because of stupidity or like poor design within the ship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like every single. I guess, but that might what you might have just said might come down to like the flaw of like human, uh, like kind of that he was looking out for his fellow human. You know, like something like that. True. I that you could make that argument. Um, because that's kind of how they set him up. Like I, I, I'm just playing devil's advocate a little bit. I do agree. Like in in a scientific setting, like what that would be, I think they would all be pretty 
objective for the most part and wouldn't let their emotions get in the way but with his character yeah like he was emotional and stupid and yeah he caught the he caught the bullet first i guess for those reasons and like and i i don't know when your entire plot is sort of reliant on one character fucking up so bad that it might have caused the extinction of the human race right yeah then it to me it it sort of removes suspension of disbelief for me because it's like okay Mm -hmm. right whereas an alien when it all hinges on that one act it all hinges on yeah you go back to that you're like fuck don't do it yeah such a cliche in a horror thing and i end up just rolling my eyes instead of going oh fuck whereas an alien like it's a whole like it's it's a slow burn reveal of the plot that like oh like this was let in for a reason like yeah people weren't just dumb like they're actually smart in how they handled the situation it's just that the situation got sort of hand because of it got one it was villain more character. complex than right but it was more complex than even we as an audience understood it yeah uh, from where we started yes right uh, i that's it's still god to me an alien with like with the reveal of the android it still gets me it's just it, it um it's so well done i think yeah because it comes out like right like the timing of it kind of comes out of nowhere and um yeah like i think you said it like life kind of gives you everything all at once um so all you're left with is those horror elements which i will say like like the moment where ryan reynolds does go in and he you know he interacts with the alien and the alien kills him um i think like that's when the movie got in a way like good for me too because what a way to kind of take the audience out of the certainty of you know or like the comfort that they were in with this ensemble you take out like that the comedic the comedic role the comedic character the light-hearted guy that's supposed to bring you you know the smile or like make you feel all right in the situation mm-hmm. they took him out first which i thought was a good move yeah i thought the made everybody who watched that go, should go down i thought the the first horror sequence within life was fantastic like the mm-hmm. The whole breaking of the hand thing, like I was just like writh- right, writhing. Yeah, in the my whole chair. build up to it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The sort of reveal of you know just how smart is this thing and like mm-hmm. what it does and what it can do to you. Like the the body horror behind it. I love good body horror. Alien had superior body horror, but I love. I still liked life's body horror of like it entering his mouth and just ugh. right. Um, that that kind of it takes the alien kind of phallic intervention the yeah well i don't even want to make up words for it but just those i the ideas of things entering your body through places they yeah. shouldn't enter and Un- unconsensual entering places. of body uh yeah it uh it takes the ball and runs with it big time uh yeah disturbing scenes man like good way of setting up tension when it's like twisting his hand and it's getting tighter and he's like i can't i can't loosen it mm-hmm. and this guy like i like that character too because he himself got super connected to the alien he's like buddy i didn't want this to happen like he's like he doesn't hate the alien for what's what it's doing to him he's like he's he's still sympathetic with the alien. like you know part of part of what was going on was even his fault to an extent i think um the scientist who was like the foremost guy interacting with the alien i'm talking about um and yeah but as soon as they were kind of building up to the moment where his body floated out right i thought that was great and like here here's a difference from um alien to life is right life plays with gravity and i think that's a kind of a benefit to the to the whole the pacing and the tone of the movie and like the way they shoot it like i think that was like a huge like they did that well like it, you know i think the way they did it and the way it was um it, it built into those horror sequences of just like a camera floating through space and and like really free-flowingly moving between the characters and watching them watch their their you know comrade getting broken up right in front of them like lots of one takes lots of um just reaction shots instead of cutting to it you just kind of flow into those kind of uh those those interactions i would say that Um, is a strong suit within the movie but it's done in like a really choppy way where it feels like there's multiple directors in this movie you know what i mean that's interesting that's interesting because like um, in, in there wasn't yeah no i kind of agree there's not one clear voice i guess in, in one um, section you get these nice long one takes of them flying through the the spaceship in zero gravity and um i really like those yeah, yeah and you like sort of like fly from character to character which were awesome and then in other 
instances it's like it's like hard cut to just two over the shoulder shots like so like there's a lot of promise in there but again it's like so choppy. that's a good eye good eye yeah so yeah no it's not it's not clear yeah it's not i i i can pick up on that now um there is at that that's kind of the thing where it's like this is you know obviously it's not filmmaker like ridley scott behind the wheel and whatever this is it seems more like a hollywood horror movie where coming to the casting like great casting i think for life i I like all the actors in it um but i think even just choosing those kind of characters you're i'm i'm not immediately invested because it looks so hollywood to me you know it it just it looks like such a highly produced film from the beginning it 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 loses that i think over time as as the kind of characters build up but alien like it it right from the beginning i think just from the greasiness of it from the dirtiness of the characters from the fact that you don't really know any of them from the beginning um i think that all lends to the value of of horror that comes out Mm -hmm. because anybody can can die at any minute you know you're not too concerned or you you are concerned with um with the fate of the characters but you're not you're not too concerned with the fact that you're watching a movie you know Mm -hmm. with life i'm i was thinking yeah ryan reynolds just died and that's interesting that they killed Ryan Reynolds, the funny guy. You know, I wasn't, you know, like, you know what I mean? I was very aware of those technical choices yeah. rather than it's quite characters meta. and the characters' decisions and stuff you like that. You didn't necessarily th- care that they killed Ryan Reynolds' character's name. You you care that they killed Ryan Reynolds. The only, the no, only reason why... Well, what do you know? The, the only reason that, that, no, that had any impact at all was because it was Ryan Reynolds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what do you know about that character up until that point is that it's it's Ryan Reynolds. Like, his humor is just that brand of comedy. Like, that's what he's probably paid to be there for. It's like, just do you on set. And you're a, you're an engineer character. You have heart. You know, you care about your, your crew. But essentially, just be there to be the funny guy and add a little bit of comedic humor. So that was that's his characterization. It doesn't go deeper than there. You know? Yeah, and... It, and- which I don't, you know, it, these are criticisms, but I will say this. I think the the elements that life takes from Alien, things like, things like um, setting this entire thing on a very, sec- uh, on a very secure um, space station, essentially, and having and framing it in a way where beyond them is the eternity of space, the limitless bound of space. And the other side to that is Earth and the 8 billion humans on Earth. And they can't let that alien get to Earth. Like, they're the last safety net. And they have other safety nets. And as the plot progresses, each safety net is just getting broken. And their plan is failing and failing and failing. That's the whole movie. That is, they're just failing at everything they're trying to do to stop this thing. And, you know, as it builds up, you know, you think, like, this is like a Hollywood movie. Obviously, has to have a good ending. Has a hero saves the day or something has to happen like that. But it doesn't take that route, surprisingly, kind of. It just, it takes you to the end of that line of failure throughout, you know, of human failure taking that ride. Um, yeah. So it surprised me that way. Uh, and yeah. Um, but what, what were your thoughts on, on life, kind of comparing it to uh, to Alien? Um, it's tough to say because on... Like I said, it's, it's like choppiness. There's like there's moments of greatness and creativity throughout life that you can sort of spot and pick out, and when they happen, they're awesome. But um, then you also have like typical stuff like, oh, of course their communications got knocked out. How? Oh, I don't know. I still don't know. I, I kind of right. That's a bit of a that's a bit of a hard buy. That I'm supposed to think the alien was so smart to knock out the communication, yeah, and that the alien was so smart that he knew to cut the girl's fluent tube. To, yes that yeah like so yeah. like it doesn't just kill for biological need it kills because it's malicious like like what's going on here uh it so it's, it, like, it's like an assassin yeah. it's like a, it's literally like a hitman fucking alien. so this entire movie was kind of like frustrating towards me because it would mm-hmm. grab me no good point it would grab me and then it would just lose me like that just instantly mm-hmm. and then it'd have to work and grab me again you know what i mean to where like <sighs> it was so yeah there's that constant there's like the constant need to like 
constantly like bringing you back on board after losing you you know after a little bit it's just yeah good point and it it feels like you know as much as they took inspiration from alien and it's obviously they took inspiration from alien like this movie wouldn't get made with alien existing um it felt like there was some sort of need by the creators of this movie to sort of one-up the xenomorph in some way in terms of like okay no this is the Mm. ultimate life form like they needed to think of the next iconic alien yeah. and that this was supposed to be that interesting um and like in in some facets they pass like i said calvin's like a clever little cute thing to sort of help it become more iconic um i think the overall i think it's power set also of like how it sorry i didn't mean to cut you off, um, but like just real quick how it um how when they did show it reappearing constantly it was changing it was evolving and that kind of unpredictability lended itself to to a few horror elements mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, the, um, the overall, like, design of it was highly unique. Um, yeah. I do think it's going to lose its luster, though, as CG becomes better and yeah. better. Uh, yeah. So. Um, well, that's the thing, right? The Xenomorph is really, like, uh, practical. It's, it's, you know, everybody's favorite thing to tout about in movies nowadays. But it's it's tangible i think more importantly it's it interacts really physically with the characters um and like i mean fuck dude like the alien uh just alien work the craftsmanship on that movie is next level it's still like you know movies still can't really hold a candle to mm-hmm. the chest burster scene uh face hugger like just those kind of works are so horrifying yeah. to visual imagery wise i kind of want to you know, riff off just of frames them. of those riff off the practical effects talk with regards to the chest burster scene because yeah. i think the, the yeah. use of practical effects and i know this is like everyone's fucking favorite thing to talk about well i'm going to talk about it some more because there's actually some cool shit with regards no, to let's do um, it let's do it we'll, let's nerd, nerd with, with regards to the chest burster scene so yeah credit to ridley scott ridley scott didn't tell anybody what was going to happen when the chest burster came out right yeah yeah so oh my god so those are genuine reactions so when the chestburster came out and this was like this was the first reveal of the alien not only to the audience but also to the actors involved that's the kind of magic you can pull off with practical effects that you just can't get out of with regards to life and its cgi whereas no that's not acting that was a real yeah that that that, reaction that they captured i forget the character's name but the 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 blonde haired girl that goes oh god you know yeah yeah (laughs) was that a good impression i love that i love that that was that was a good impression that's um that's a genuine reaction where she was like actually yeah holy fuck on the set like you you, i watched interviews she's like yeah like no one knew what was gonna happen with all that blood splattered all the way and they they actually turn their faces and like they hide their faces in their in the other cast members i mean like it seems genuine it seems like oh fuck like uh kind of you know it's like the original jump scare i think but not for a spectacle's sake it's it really from the setup to the to that point where it happens it's because all the focus is on um on the face on the guy's face right like in the beginning everybody's looking up there they're not expecting something to come out of his chest and as soon as that first instance uh like that first instance of a burst kind of thing happens everybody's reaction your audience reaction uh characters reaction they're like what the fuck is going on on around his chest area mm-hmm. like what what was that exactly because you know i think subconsciously you're thinking this this alien is was hugging his face pretty tight there and you know oh just the just the visual imagery of that still haunts me but you're almost like expecting the the burst to be somewhere there and for ridley to be like no let's bring it let's make this a pregnancy essentially yeah right that was the whole premise that, that takes of, it to another level. of alien i remember watching a documentary on alien and um they were like yeah. okay but how do we make it so we can get the alien on the ship without the characters being stupid and um they sort of came up with this sort of at the writer's table just like i think the the exact thing they said was what if the alien screws one of them you know what i mean <laughs> 
So like, oh, did they say it like as a joke almost? Yeah, like, or was as a like, joke? They just passed it off. Like, yeah, what if yeah. the alien screws one of them? They're like, oh wait, wait a second. Wow. No, that could be something. That's an idea. Like the alien doesn't just come in through the ship. It doesn't just get into the ship, but it actually no, but it infiltrates them on like another level. Yeah, on a, on a very like personal, personal level. That sort of visceral reaction that humans have of like involuntary yeah. insertion, which is a really yeah. odd way of putting it, but like that's what it was it, like the guy got well, yeah and, and i and i kind of watched uh some behind the scenes stuff after too right i think like we've said this before a landmark of a good movie is when you just want to read more about it after and just see what what that was how that was made what that was about but um even i think the filmmakers like at, at least they said it after the movie came out but that was kind of the point of the movie was just originally they were like trying to go for an all males cast and show like all this like you know, there's a reason all guys die in this movie and Ripley's the only one left. <clears throat> but that's kind of the thing was like the it wasn't um horror and, and like, you know, other types of horror films where usually it's like the girl that pays the fucking she she's the one that bites the bullet or she's you know, there's always the femme catching the worst luck. But um in this movie by design, it's it's like, you know, no, we're gonna show guys getting um <laughs> to put it violated just fucking violated yeah good good save there you're just getting violated in a in a really fucking horrific and graphic mm-hmm. way and uh yeah that's it's it, there's a reason this movie made people fucking run out of theaters and and like grown men cry yeah i'm sure like i'm sure it would yeah and i don't think you'd get the the same reaction out of life whereas you know Life no. makes you go, oh no, Ryan Reynolds. Whereas Alien made people go. They like, kind of go for the same thing though, with the with the violation of of like when Ryan Reynolds gets, you know, and even the other scientist, I forget the actor's name, but um, he he also gets kind of. That's it, an interesting scene. They were showing like the alien kind of being intimate with him a little bit, like hugging him and caressing his dead body, which is weird, um, but. It, it just it's not like it's it's more of that kind of spectacle horror of like yeah this is just really disturbing whereas uh in alien because it's a practical it's a prop and it's a moving prop and it's so well designed just those elements of like you know there's no denying that that thing is sitting on that guy's face um whereas the cgi is like yeah you can still have that sense of unrealism there yeah um yeah for sure yeah th- i think horror movies today just you know, we need that sense of practical back. I think it's such a important factor. I think if you're making movies like this, of, of an alien kind of movie where, or the, where, where we're talking about like that Jaws theory, right? If you, you don't see the thing as much, you're relying on, you know, like Jaws relied on sound so much to, in place of the shark, right? It used score, it used musical cues, it used sound design. Alien used sound design greatly and, um, it just kind of those ways of obstructing the alien from actually doing any any of the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. You let the audience do the heavy lifting for that part. Um, yeah, horror. It's like I think horror movies say need to like take those kind of risks again, mm-hmm. or like just look into new areas. It's been a while, at least. Like life is, I think, a it's it's a a rare thing where like a Hollywood, a really Hollywoodized movie can still kind of pay off those horror elements in, in some good ways without being a total like reboot cash grab but yeah like you know would really love to see some like practical horror movies like a movie like jurassic park mm-hmm. like an actual jurassic park movie instead of jurassic world like why not actually do a jurassic park and it just makes the movies more interesting to learn about like learning about how they made the alien like how they made it work it just makes you appreciate yeah. cinema more like the, one of the right. coolest movie facts I know, hundred. One of the coolest movie facts I know is like you know when the alien is like opening its mouth, and to shoot out its second one, and how it like the its yeah. lips sort of peel back. Do you know yeah. what they used for that in a practical sense? They what? used condoms. Oh wow! So like just because well, that's crazy. That's a crazy special effect because there's so many different things going mm-hmm. on on those on the alien so like just just little things like that sort of put alien back into like this special place in my heart where like there's so many cool 
tricks and things to learn about this movie creative and, thinking and, like creative problem solving for those for those and effects. there's so much more to learn is. from both story standpoints and like just the actual like nitty-gritty how to make a movie shit that comes out of alien yeah to where it's like it's more important it's more valuable than a movie like life objectively speaking where i think like yeah i think like a movie like life somebody's gonna go out of it and think geez we just saw the new ryan reynolds and jake gyllenhaal movie you know like that's like where the focus was on the cast i think like excellent point like where i think even overall movies of that era were just like here's a movie and everything like if if you wanted to know like how that effect was done like well here's the special effects like you know it it, it i think it lends itself to just the discovery of all these different creative things within making movies like art design like special effects and visual effects and makeup and set set design costume design you know like the little things where maybe today it's it's not as glamorized you know back then somebody would watch a movie like alien and just nerd out like we're nerding about about set design and art design you know things like that aren't aren't as hollywood anymore it I guess. does depend you on know? the movie though life it, at least it can work yeah with like some cgi shit um i remember like but i was it can work but it's not always the it's not always the intention it's not the focus anymore of, right you know let's let's try and do that kind of thing original or let's do it in a way that can be talked about afterwards mm. you know maybe we're just attributing um because alien is such a special movie like perhaps like maybe the the other practical effects of that era aren't as like interesting and it's not as comparable to something that's sort of like a mediocre mediocre sort of middle of the line film like life where there's like still some I mean, CG okay. stuff that's incredible to learn sure. about from there, the there's actually now that i think about it there's a lot of yeah to the credit of that cgi is not just like a thing that should be shamed i think but like to the credit of life because the more i think about it there's a lot of practical sets i think that they use i don't think they shot on green screen for the space station elements right like there's a lot of physical sets that they interact with the zero gravity scenes that they shot you know that i think those things are what the 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 what i'm talking about like with alien the you know the imagination the fantasy element of those kind of feelings that i got i think life still delivered to me on a certain level those kind of things yeah um, yeah, for sure. I, I was know. just so don't want to. I don't want to completely bash no. life in that way. That it doesn't. It's just completely void of all creativity or imagination. It definitely does have really cool uh, things. I'm like, how did they? How did they shoot that? Yeah, um, it, my like, exact reaction yeah. is like, you know, some of the things they did in that movie is like, how the, how the fuck did they do that? Especially those long shots. Right. Those long shots that are you just the wonders. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, like, did they really build like a space station set with multiple? You know kind of things like uh, chambers or rooms or whatever that they could have a z- suspended camera just flow through because that's what they were doing you know that opening shot has full 360 degree uh motion of a camera with actors also in full 360 degree like uh, you know all axes of motion um it's crazy and 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 it's a it's a really good not really good i shouldn't say it's a really like kind of ballsy film filmmaker move there like really kind of like let's try and see if we can hold the audience's attention with a shot like this you know because it could easily lose the audience's attention or you could think like this is far too complicated to do in one shot but they do that often they're not just like let's do one oneer because it can be cool like they're they have faith in themselves and for like you know reasons of the pace i think like i said that before the way zero gravity i think works into pacing um it does it, it has a good effect into that um yeah it's, it's so yeah it wasn't just think, like some it was a conscious decision to probably include that right yeah for sure for sure um uh, but good point to what you made too i think like you know um uh the, it, maybe there was like more than one director like uh, maybe not necessarily one director but more than one voice in those kind of decisions because i i realized what you said there's different instances of like hard cuts and hard over the shoulders used and it feels it, it like visually looks different or feels different at times. There's like yeah, there's some instances throughout the movie where it's just like okay, like I don't want to say lazy because obviously like you you can't be lazy when you're making a movie like Life, but like there's certain sparks of 
creativity with the camera and with how to utilize the setting and then some instances where it's just like okay like this is just you know writing on a page you know cut to blank's face says blank line cut to blank face says blank line and i think like they use the setting well in some cases and then in other cases they kind of just forget that this is like i don't know like there's some creativity lacking in some areas i just find and and with alien it's like it's it's so consistent the 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 tone the feel the the use of certain shots like um it i don't know it, it's it, it's hard to compare though again like it's it's weird to compare these two movies the only reason i picked these two is because they're like you know one was birthed from the other and they're both sci-fi horror because like yeah um, halloween special yada 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 but it, but it, it, i think the the interesting discussion that came out of this um was you know like how what makes something timeless or like what defines timeless or how are things hollywoodized or you know how because it's not that every movie that comes out today is immediately a hollywood cash grab shit show cgi like you know all the negative connotations that go with certain types of movies um and it can seem like that's how we're kind of talking about it but you know there are certain movies that use cgi phenomenally and just blow other movies out and, and are just like innovative and and are pushing the medium forward so i think just kind of the question that i find most interesting is what makes a movie hollywoodized what makes a movie timeless and yeah we, we definitely talked about those things we definitely like you know the, the design work of alien just like the attention to detail i think is a defining factor um like the reasons those guys went in to make that movie versus life you know i i wasn't there i don't know um the writers of life were actually you know good writers i like the guys that made it they made the deadpool movies they made zombie land so they got a good grip of you know making movies but it makes me question like was this a studio like pitch or like a like a a job just like hey like make can we we want alien like you know let's get the guys that made deadpool or zombie land to do that let's get the, yeah the guy that made um, deadpool and then also ryan reynolds and then we have success and then the, yeah exactly so, let's get let's get those guys and that's like kind of what the state of movies are today for the most part it's rare for movies like alien like if you think about it right like alien and star wars are in the same decade and that doesn't really happen as much anymore no unfortunately so yeah and uh, you know it's kind of a downer but that's not to say that the movies of the past still don't exist today it's like it's not to say that 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 work isn't undone mm-hmm. by some of the the lackings and, and the corporatization that's happening today. Like I can still go back and watch some eighties movies and and really fucking enjoy myself. All this all no, all absolutely. Alien did was made me want to go back and watch some more great movies because they still exist and people forget yeah. that. Like hey, you can still watch them and they're more accessible now than ever. So go and fucking do it, man. Good point. That's a good. Uh, that's a good note. It's. Uh more accessible now and like it just it's yeah it's you know you're always gonna have fucking the office or friends to binge watch but throw on an 80s classic movie for once 70s 60s 50s whatever you know just because if it's black and white don't knock it don't not watch it i think that's one of the biases i always had i not always any like as in today that's something i used to have was always uh like a preconceived notion of the movies by their date or like the era of what they came in and you know it's 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 only human i think to go in with those biases but give it a shot i think because like i found myself often surprised how you know my expectations can be subverted you know um uh yeah it's in i think like coming from our perspective where you know we're not from that era or from we're, you know, we're, when we're watching films like Alien or talking about it, our perspective is coming from the essentially the a, a, the future. Like we're we're really like talking about something of a different world here. That's the cool thing about movies. I find yeah. too, it's just you know, it's it's really um, 
it's retrospective on a, on a whole nother level and how, you know, we're trying to connect the line from the eighties to 2017 and, and, you know, yeah. even pine, my, my first it's, 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 exposure to the xenomorph was alien resurrection, alien versus predator resurrection, which is a yep. absolutely horrible movie. That doesn't surprise but, me. It doesn't surprise but me. Like, yeah, it's so weird to think that like, no, those were the alien movies for our generation, though. I know, because but it's so weird the to alien think versus that predator. movies that are so bad and movies that are kind of like just, I don't know, it's this kind of the same thing with the prequels. I mean, I love the prequels, but like they're not they're not that good. But it's like these, these rehashes of these old franchises, as much as like people hate them, it's actually like kind of beneficial because I wouldn't have gone back mm-hmm. and watched alien and and uh, james cameron's aliens if i hadn't been scarred as a child when i watched avpr so yeah it's it's it was your generation's alien you know it was your alien it was your experience with it and that's the cool thing about it i think um as much as avpr is like just like a fucking it's a toy essentially of a movie you know but it's like it's cool that it exists and it can it can be referred to in the same conversation as the original alien you know it's weird to do it but it exists and you can do it and that's where sort of life can still have some you know life's not a bad movie but like if anything life is a nice homage to the original idea of no one can hear you scream in space so um Mm. well uh, yeah so if anything and, and yeah, I, I, a good way to contextualize the horror of really being in space, I think. Yeah, you know? for sure. I forget what um, their fucking tagline was for life. It was something equally as cheesy. Just just the same vibe. Hold on, I'll pull up the poster. We have it on our Instagram. Do, 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 do. Oh, we're, we're better like off it. alone, which is... Okay, that's a, that's yeah. a good tagline, to be honest. That's a pretty 2017 tagline. Uh, come no, I would say that's like an 80s tagline. Come on, that's a quality tagline. That, are you sure? That's a you're better off alone. Like that seems we're like, better off alone. Like yeah, I don't that's know. A, that fits. That fits. That fits any era. Honestly, I don't know. That fits any era. But yeah, that fits. Um, that fits life. That fits. Uh, that fits what their prerogative was for that movie, I guess. And I guess maybe just. My final point is, um, it, it the life is still a good movie to look at as like sort of an. Ex- Would you recommend it? Would you recommend? It? <laughs> I'd recommend it for one viewing, at least. It's like it's it it mm. the, for for some of the quality stuff. Um, for some of the like the really high quality scenes. Um, am I ever gonna watch it again? Probably not. Um, am I going to watch mm-hmm. Alien every single every single year? Absolutely. So, hundred um, percent. I think that's what our entire review basically comes down mm-hmm. to, which is like maybe the most unnecessary two hours way of saying it, but which is true that Alien is essentially that movie where you're going to watch it every single year. Um, but life, life will be like a good Netflix horror film for like a Netflix and chill or. A, you know what's a movie that i haven't seen yet oh that has ryan reynolds in it let's see what that's about you know i think that's what what life's legacy unfortunately will surmount to but not unfortunately it is what it is you know no we're talking about it now and i think it it's it it's i think like like the uh, a space for netflix to like house a movie like this is where this movie will succeed you know if if Netflix didn't exist or streaming movies this didn't exist. We would never talk about this movie. This movie would never be remembered because Alien exists and you would just want to watch Alien. But because this movie can just whenever be thrown on and has that kind of availability, accessibility and kind of presence of the cast, you know, it's just an easy movie to watch. It takes the the kind of well-known things that are coming off of alien and want and like just it's just it formula it, it does that formula it just you know does it well i think for the most that's part a, that's a good point you um, made. It, it life is an easy movie to watch alien 
not so much if, if i'm watching life i can i can riff off with people i'm watching with i can talk through it if i'm watching alien i want everyone to shut the fuck 100%. up you know oh yeah 100 yeah, percent. yeah. So, so alien is a movie you want to watch like yeah that's um I was I was trying to set up like a good viewing for the movie initially. Like I was trying to get some people on board. I was like, this is like this can be a, this it's a movie night movie, you know, classic movie night. Um, but uh, yeah, I watched it with my mom, which was also great. Uh, it, it's just I wanted to watch it with people. I feel like it's like it's something that I want to be in the presence of with others while we're scared. There's there's at at the chest. Nothing burst, better. You know, we're all we're all like, what the yeah. fuck? Like it's it's that kind of. Um, that bring that's brought out so much in horror. I think in general, there's nothing better. It's one of the best. It's one of the best genres just for communal movie watching. It's one of the best movies for you going. Oh, you never watched that? Well, come and watch it with me because I like. Yes, I like yes. pushing people to watch the first Alien and and me watching it with them. Mm-hmm. It's one of those movies. Whereas life's like, okay, I got nothing else to to do tonight. I'll just throw in a movie. Oh, this looks decent. Yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah, it's, uh, here's the thing that we haven't talked about this yet. The ending of life is pretty fucking brilliant. I didn't like it. I, I liked it a lot. I'll say that. I thought the ending was brilliant. Like, and I'll say this because this might be a bit of a hot take. I might like it a little better than Aliens. And I I mean, like, the absolute ending scene. Mm. Overall, I like Alien better as a movie, but I mean that that like leaving you on a last frame last like life's last frame mm-hmm. is an oh fuck moment true you know? alien kind of lets you like after such a roller coaster movie alien really ends off pretty kind of slow like just kind of lands pretty softly right La- life is a hard crash landing literally yeah but while literally. i was watching it <laughs> i was also watching it with someone who's already watched life and mm-hmm as like it it sort of played out i looked over and i was like don't tell me they do a fucking switcheroo and they didn't say Mm -hmm. jack shit i was like oh motherfucker i don't know oh so you anticipated yeah it's like yeah it would be really good but way to commit to it though no way to commit to it like yeah it's a bit it's a bit predictable but the whole time they're like yeah we got to protect the earth we got to we got these safety barriers and they're like that's to shit like their plan is to shit humans failed humans take the l in this movie bro like that doesn't yeah i don't know i ballsy movie ballsy movie because if they were gonna make a sequel of this movie think about it it would be a completely different movie it would have to be it's it's a it would be like the if you think about what what are the circumstances after life after the events of that movie when now the alien is on earth they failed to protect it it's somewhere in asia right we can assume and what what's going to happen next and make that sequel that's like that's could be edge of tomorrow think about it or venom that could be venom i, I you're <laughs> such a nerd dude I've, i heard that point <laughs> dude i heard that point somewhere that this is actually like the prequel of venom if you think about it like it could be not nah, dude I don't know. Oh, well. Um, (laughs) You you see that, like, the last frame when it's all, like, the alien's all up in that spaceship and he's looking kind of venomy, like, you know? It's made by Sony, too. I read somewhere online that (laughs) they think that at that point, Calvin had no longer need, had no need to sort of um, consume anymore, and he was trying to make contact at that point. (laughs) Which is you think no? So? I don't. Or I don't. You think read that so. somewhere. I think that's stupid. You read that I somewhere. What? Well, yeah, that, I think that's stupid too. But interesting because he didn't kill Jake Gyllenhaal at the end, or he's in the process of doing it. I'm not sure what was going on. Oh well, that looked like a really painful process. If it was a process, um, but uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, maybe we'll end it there. Um, we're at about the two hour mark now. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's good for me. Um, to sort of just say, yeah, life's a decent movie watch it um yeah check it out show it show it to your neighbors show it to your friends one thing watch it with your mom and dad um, but make alien a a yearly viewing at least so um, yeah alien is like it might be a christmas tradition movie it might become at this point i feel like it's more appropriate for christmas than halloween that's an interesting take i feel like there's halloween movies 
there's Halloween movies, but Alien is so much more familial to me. Do you get that too? I don't no, know. No, no. Like I want to be with people watching this. I want to be with my family watching this. I could be. I could be uh, alone and watching. I want to be with a fire. Really? I could definitely be. I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a scary movie. Oh come on! I'd, I'd... <laughs> I, I I don't know. I like you could. Yeah, I, you definitely could. You could do anything like that. But I I don't know. I I want. I I I enjoy this movie more in um in the presence of people. Me too. But I could I can watch it alone for sure. Sure, sure. Um, life, life is like yeah. Throw it on the and in the background while I'm doing something else. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing that I like, or I just figured out, is that this episode is going to be episode thirty-one of Mythic Morons, which is absolutely perfect for the Halloween special. So, bam! Oh, we cool. definitely yeah. planned that. That that was planned from episode one. Absolutely. So yeah. you're welcome, everyone. We're so smart. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it big time. Uh, um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. If yeah. you haven't already, yeah, let's end it off. There. Um, rate it on whatever you're listening on, whether that be like Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Helps a lot. Helps with exposure. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and subscribe to us on our YouTube channel at Mythic Morons. Um, we're continuing to roll out some of the the catalog. Uh, onto the youtube and we're making posts consistently whether it's episode clips or what we're looking to watch next or we're asking you what you want to watch um shout out to lee and shout out to derek for some good recommendations in terms of horror movies um since it is halloween this weekend i am planning on watching some horror movies um Mm -hmm. i believe uh derek recommended hereditary um, I heard that's a pretty fucked up movie, so I'm excited. I haven't I haven't seen that yet either. I've been recommended Hereditary yeah, a bunch. So, um, and then yeah. Lee recommended Trick or Treat, which he says is the pulp fiction of horror movies or pulp fiction of Halloween movies. Right. So, yeah, I got I got a. Have we decided? Have we decided one for next week? Oh, no, we haven't. Okay. We, we definitely could watch one of let's, those. Yeah, I, I let's let's throw that into the basket. I think. Uh, well, let's hold it up on Instagram again. Just get some more opinions out there. But I, I don't know. I think I'd like to talk about because it is Halloween weekend. Maybe we'll you know we'll do another horror film or a Halloween related yep. movie. Um, that sounds good. But yeah, that's that's our sci-fi smackdown number four. Hope you enjoyed big old yeah big old episode thirty one. And uh, thank you guys for thank you guys for staying tuned with us.